So hello there and welcome to my table Firestarter Ignite, a table on the go for your delight and encouragement, filled with various delights for your soul. If you are new to this, welcome. I'm so glad that you are here. Tune in, listen, apply. Thank you for taking time out of your day to spend here with me. I know you got places to go. I know you got things to discover. I know you got people to see, but here you are. And if you are returning, so glad to have you. For those of you that have not visited my website, I highly encourage you to do so. Firestarterignite.com Head on over there and I'll see you on the other side. on a little earlier so that I can prepare myself for the study and wait for all of you to come in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today we are going to be going over a study on the book of Colossians, um, chapter one, Colossians chapter one. And so if you have a Bible with you, if you have notes, um, I highly encourage you to get those and get into the study. If you are unable to stay, um, as far as the study goes, you can always come back on the replay. Um, you can always come back and uh, replay this at your own time and pace. And this is a group where you can do that. You can um, go and uh, follow along with me, correlate your studies with me and um, be blessed as a result. So Colossians chapter one, Colossians chapter one, but I'm going to uh, I'm going to start in about three minutes. So, if you have notes, Bible, uh, go ahead and join with me. Go ahead and join with me. Now, if you would like to be a speaker, go ahead and select the option that says speaker on it, uh, so that you can participate in the study. But if you would like to be just a listener, you can also do that uh, by selecting yourself as a listener. This is a new feature for me, and I am trying to get used to it, but it's definitely a feature that is of benefit to me. And so I'm glad that I was able to find this. I was able to implement this within the study. And so uh, be blessed as a result. If you are live, welcome. If you are on the replay, also welcome. This is a group that is self-paced, which means you can come back at any time and, and the audio, the study will be available to you. And if you are not able to even get the study on the replay, you can always go to my podcast, Anchor via Spotify, Google Play, um, other platforms, and you can also join me on the study and be blessed as a result. I didn't have this available to me when I was growing up, and so I made it available uh, for people like myself in the past. And um, I know how important sharpening our sword is. And so that's, this is why I made available um, to the uh, people that I'm connected to. You might be connected to me uh, personally, or you may be connected to me through a mutual friend that invited you to the group. Regardless of how you got here, you got here and I'm so glad that you are here. So I'm going to wait one more minute before I start. And we are going to get into the study. But before I get into the study, hi, Natalie. Um, before I get into the study, I'm going to say a prayer. No, um, as always, when I get into the study, I pray so that God can give me revelation, so that God can open my eyes to see beyond what I see, that mm -hmm. um, I close the door to everything that's outside. 
I close the door to everything that I'm going through and I am stepping into the presence with God. And so that is the whole purpose of prayer. Prayer is to shut the door. And that's Matthew chapter 6 that talks about uh, closing your door behind you. Closing the door behind you. And I'm going to read this. Um, Matthew 6 verse 6. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to the father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And so this is a scripture um, that I want to amplify that when you pray, you close the door to everything that you're going through. You close the door to all your problems. You close the door to everything that's going on outside and you're coming in. Hey, Vicky, you are able to join. I'm so glad that you are here. I'm so glad that Natalie's here. Uh, I'm so glad that you girls are here to join me in the study. I know it's going to be a wonderful study. If you're able to get a Bible, go ahead and get a Bible. Um, from your room or wherever it is if you're just listening um in the car that's also good because i'm going to be reading um alongside i'm going to definitely be reading um from the bible and so we are going to go into the colossians book of the new testament which is right after philippians so philippians and then colossians if you're able to go um, to the previous study, I have posted study on Ephesians and I have posted the study on Philippians. And today we are going to go through Colossians. And so um, let me open up my Bible. And before I open up the Bible, I would like to pray. So Father God, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you, Lord, that you never leave us, nor forsake us. You always guide us with your righteous hand. I'm thankful, Lord, for the gathering that is here together in one place. I'm thankful, Lord, for the fellowship that is going on here in Jesus' mighty name. Your word says we're two more gathered in your name. There you are in the midst. So I believe that you are in the midst with us. We ask that you give us knowledge, wisdom, understanding to study your word. And not only to study your word, but correctly divide the scripture. Study, memorize, meditate upon your scripture, and then apply it to our daily affairs. We need your help. We need your help in our situation. We need your help as we go through your as we go through our day in Jesus' mighty name. I ask that you open our eyes to see beyond what we see, ears, incline our ears to hear beyond what we hear, and our hearts most and for, foremost to receive the word in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you, Father, for this opportunity, ability, wisdom to present this study. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 And so if you would like to be the participant, as far as listener, you can select that option if you like to be the speaker, which can share your own, um, just your own thoughts on the subject. Please uh, wait until the end of the study and so that we can discuss um, whatever it is that we read. And I know it's going to be a blessing to you. So Colossians uh, chapter one, Colossians uh, chapter one is a letter. Uh, that Paul is writing once again to the church in Colossae. It's another church that he's writing a letter to, but he cannot be there physically. He cannot, he is not the one that's bringing the letter. He has actually given this letter to uh, one of his co-laborers named Timothy. He's giving him the letter so he can deliver it to the church in Colossae. And so um, as he goes to the church, he shares his heart on the various issues that are going on in his heart. 
he also uh, confronts the issues that are going on in the church. And so I am just going to simplify. That's really um, why I'm here. I'm going to simplify what it is that I'm reading and, um, and pray it is a blessing to you. So as we start the Bible, um, as we start the study, I'm going to be reading from New International Version Bible, and you're welcome to follow along with me with a Bible or version of your choice. You don't have to have a specific version. Some people believe that you only have to have a New International Version or the King James Bible or whatever other Bible. But um, my stance on this is that you can read uh, from the Bible of your choice that the, the Holy Spirit leads you to. Uh, the Bible that I'm reading from is is the Bible that the Holy Spirit led me to. And so this is where I am going to be reading from. And so, um, like I said, you can go ahead and read from the Bible of your choice. You can even correlate uh, your Bible with other versions. You can correlate with Amplify version, which is a really good version of the Bible um, to give you an understanding. You can correlate with New International Version Bible or even, as I do, in other language, I speak a different language, so I even correlate with another language, so I can better understand what it is that I'm reading, because we can get all we need all the help that we can get, right? <clears throat> so let me start. Paul the apostle, we know that this he's writing a letter sent not from men nor by any man. Oops, I'm in Galatians. I apologize. One second, Colossians. Okay. You got to pay attention. Okay. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother. To God's holy people in Colossae, the faithful brothers and sisters in Christ. So he's writing this letter to the holy people in Colossae. Basically, he's writing this letter to the believers in that church. Um, the name of the church was, not the name of the church, but where they were gathering, perhaps it was a city, Colossae. So he goes on to say, grace and peace to you from God, our father. So imagine he's writing a letter, either it's uh, via via the email or messenger or uh, messaging as we would um, relate it to today. But in back in the days, they would write letters and they would send these letters by messengers and the messenger would carry this letter to a particular place where it needs to go. Today, we have so much easier, right? Today, we can just send an email we can send an, a message um sometimes we can come physically uh to the place but if we're not able to do that we have other means of delivering the letter and so he goes on to say grace and peace to you from god our father we always thank god and father of our lord jesus christ when we pray for you this is he's talking about that particular church because we have heard of your faith in christ jesus and of the love you have for all god's people he starts with thanksgiving. He starts with prayer. And um, he goes on to say, let me see, I lost my place right here. Because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love we have, you have for all God's people, the faith and love that springs from the hope stored up for you in heaven and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel that has come to you. In the same way, the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole, the whole world, just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. You learned it from Ephesus 
again, if I mispronounce the names, I apologize because I'm not going to get these names right. Our dear fellow servant who is faithful minister. Now we, now we understand because it's really important to read the scripture within the context. We understand that he was a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf and who has and who also told us of your love in the spirit. For this reason, and I'm reading verse 9. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives. So that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all the power according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience, and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness. He has rescued us from the consequences of our sin. He has rescued us from the spit of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Now he's given us the good news, right? He's saying God has come. Or God, so for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. So he's sharing the gospel right here. He goes on to say, this is verse 15. The son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him, all things were created, things in heaven and on earth visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. He goes on to say, all things have been created through him and for him. So what do we see this? We see that all things that we see around us are created by God, right? And then it also says, it doesn't matter if it's powers, rulers, authorities, all was created through him and for him, for his glory. He is before. Somebody was calling me. One second. Oh, it, it knocked me out. So give me a second, guys. Okay. All right. So let's go back. Um, and he is the head. So he is just revealing this mystery to us. Paul is revealing this mystery to the church in Colossae, and also he's speaking to us because we are the church of the living God. And so he's saying, once you were, and he is the head of the body, which is verse 18. I don't want to lose my place. And he is the head of the body, the church. Now we know the church is set up of many members, right? Many functions, many members, one body, the head of which is Christ Jesus. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth 
or things in heaven by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. So now he's, he's revealing this mystery that is unknown to many throughout generations. He's revealing this ministry, uh, uh, mystery to, to the church in Colossae. He's saying, perhaps this is a reminder, perhaps this is the, the newfound truth. He's saying, this is what is going on at this point. Once you were alienated from God, that means you were separated from God, right? Alienated. And were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. And I'm, I feel like I need to take this scripture right here and um, correlate with another version, okay? So I'm going to go to the compare of other versions. Uh, with technology nowadays that we have, we can we can have that avail uh, availability as well as ability. Um, and so, if you're if you're reading from like an app, I use a new version app. You you can have that option available to you. So I'm going to compare it, and I'm going to read it from Amplified version. Okay, and it said, and although you were at one time a strange and alienated and hostile minded towards him, participating in evil things. Remember back in the day how we didn't like the truth, how we had wanted nothing to do with the truth. That's what he's talking about. He's saying we were alienated from God. We were separated from God and we were enemies of Christ because of our evil behavior. But now... He says, now the good news is that he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you, to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. And this reminds me, it, this reminds me, Natalie, Vicky, this reminds me of the Tupperware gospel, right? That, that uh, Pastor Adam uh, presented last night, right? He's saying, you were once alienated, you were in sin at one point of your life, but now you are reconciled to Christ, right? And all that you, all the sin that was in you is no longer in you because Christ has, Christ has uh, made you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. If you continue in your faith, established and firm and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel this is the gospel you heard and that and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven and of which i paul have become a servant so he's giving them this revelation he's saying listen i know you used to be this way but now because of christ you are this way and so he's sharing this revelation, this uh, gospel to the church. And he's saying, hey, this is good news right here. And this is what I'm, I'm wanting to share with you. He goes on, verse 24, Paul's labor for the church. Now I rejoice in what I am suffering for you. Now, as I have mentioned before, through some study and research, you will realize that Paul was in chains for the gospel of Christ. Paul was in chains. He was imprisoned for the gospel, for this freedom, for this truth that he's preaching, right? He says, now I rejoice. He says, I, I rejoice in what I am suffering for you. 
How can you say, Paul, how can you say you're rejoicing in the suffering? I mean, I'm suffering through things, but I don't rejoice, right? I'm mm -hmm. going through things, but how can I even find joy in it? But when you have purpose, when you have set up a goal and you realize that this too shall pass, you begin to look at your suffering in the, with a different eyesight. You said, just like Paul, you will say, I rejoice in my suffering just as Paul is saying. And remember, Paul was in prison. He was in prison. He was in chains. Now I rejoice in what I am suffering for you and I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regards to Christ's affliction for the sake of his body, which, which is the church. He's saying, I am suffering for the church. I have become its servant by the commission God gave me to present to you the word of God in its fullness, the mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, but is now disclosed to all Lord's people. He's letting us know. To them, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of his mystery, which is in Christ, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. 28, verse 28. He is the one we proclaim, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom, so that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. This is why he's preaching. This is why he's writing a letter. Because he wants us to be fully matured in our faith. To this end, I strenuously contend with all the energy Christ so powerfully works in me. And he concludes, well, he doesn't conclude the letter. He concludes this section. Because this entire letter is broken up into four chapters, which is four sections. And we are reading just the first section of, of the entire letter. And so we find out this mystery that, that Paul is sharing with us. And we learn to suffer in whatever it is that we're going through with joy in our heart, knowing that we're not the only ones suffering, knowing that this too shall pass, knowing that we are suffering because of the gospel of Christ. And so this concludes the chapter. I pray it was a blessing to you. It surely has been a blessing to me. Every time I read it, I always get these new revelations. Not that they are any revelations outside of scripture. They are definitely revelations that are included in the scripture. But it's amazing how God shares these revelations with us. The minute that we decide to step into his presence. And so... This is an exciting first chapter, and uh, as I was sharing with my friend Vicky last night, I said, is it a coincidence that pastor preached on the book of Colossians first, right? Mm -hmm. And is it a coincidence that he presented a Tupperware gospel topic, right, which is Paul is, is presenting here in Colossae in this church? I know God wants us to learn more about it. I know God wants us uh, to experience something greater. He wants us to experience something greater. So 
this concludes my study. And if you have any questions, um, if you have been blessed, if there's anything, anything in this chapter that has been highlighted to you, anything that you have, um, anything that you have discovered during the study, you're welcome to share it with us. Um, I'm definitely uh, encouraged to hear from you. I'm definitely uh, excited to hear what God has made uh, or revealed to you during this study because our ears are open to listen. Our ears are always open to listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying. And he's always sharing something with us. And so if you have any questions, concerns, or anything to share in this study, it would now would be the time. Hey, Lena, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Hi, Natalie. Hi. Um, I just was wondering if you had any um like examples or anything how we can rejoice in our suffering like what we can do to try yes. to help lessen you know the pain yes uh matter of fact um this morning th that's what the lord placed on my heart and you ladies are from florida so you know you know the struggle right you go outside this morning and it's very, very cold. Um, yeah. you, you've got to wear extra clothes, right? Extra uh, coat and, and gloves and hats and all of that, right? So my children are not used to this type of weather. And so immediately they're like, Mama, we're not going to school. It's too cold. Uh, let's call the school and tell the school we're not going. And I was like, no, honey, this, I mean, no, girls, we're not going to call uh, the school. We're going to wear... Uh, clothes that are appropriate for the weather, right? We're going to wear what we need to wear to get ourselves ready for the weather, right? And so at that moment, the Lord revealed something to me so miraculous that um, it, it literally, what you just asked me the question, it actually was the revelation to that question. And so I said, listen, what you're going through right now is nothing compared, and that's perspective, nothing compared to what other people are going through in New York and, you know, other states and so forth, right? Because right. we're we're just having a little bit of snow. We're just having a little bit of ice on the grass. We're just a little bit colder. But imagine people that are going through the harsh weather is up in New York or up in Northern State or even Alaska, you know? We don't yeah. think about... We don't think about the, the situation of other people because we're so focused on our own struggle. We're so focused on the suffering, right? And so right. this makes sense because we like comfort. We like warm weather. And we as Floridians are actually very spoiled, right? Yeah. We're very spoiled. The minute we get weather in the 30s, we're ready to shut it down, right? We're ready to just give up. But looking at the perspective from which Paul is speaking. He's saying, I am rejoicing in the suffering. Paul was in prison, right? right. Paul yeah. was suffering for the gospel of Christ. And so what he's saying is that rejoice. I know it's not comfortable. He says that the minute that you begin to see it from a different perspective, God is going to help you to overcome all your difficulties. But if you continue to complain, if you continue to grumble, if you continue to be discomforting and you, you continue to basically uh, give up or lay down, fold in, nothing is, it's not going to help you, but rather it's going to destroy you more. But if you just 
find a little joy. And I think that's the answer right there. Finding a little joy in the situation that we're in. Saying, at least I, I have a job. At least I have the children, right? At least I have a home. At least I have a car. At least I live in Florida, right? Right. Because people out there have it worse than me. And so, yeah, it's not comfortable for me, but I rejoice in my suffering because my suffering is not compared to anybody out there. And therefore, I'm content and I'm thankful from where, right where I am because I know it could be worse. It could be worse. There are people out there who do not have what I have. And because of that, God is going to reward you for your faithfulness. God's going to see that because you you were firm in your faith, God is going to begin to open doors for you. God's going to begin to uh, set up opportunities for you. And then you're going to say, oh, had I known this from the start, that's how I would have done it. But sometimes we don't know, right? This is why God gives us the Bible, the instruction that we can follow. And Paul is saying, I rejoice. And oftentimes I know even throughout my journey, I'll be like, Paul, how can you rejoice? You're in prison. Mm -hmm. You're in prison. You're sitting in prison. You're in chains, right? All you see is a window in front of you. And you're telling me you're rejoicing in the suffering. But yeah. he looks at a bigger picture. He say, I'm rejoicing because of the gospel of Christ. That's called maturity. Yeah. That's called maturity. He's saying, I'm rejoicing because I know this is for a purpose. So whatever it is that you're going through, Natalie, whatever it is that Vicky you're going through, whatever it is that I'm going through, it's for the betterment of someone else. It's for the benefit of someone else. Therefore, we're not going to complain, but rather say, God, help me go through it so that I can get to the other side and receive my victory. Because, um, and I have already mentioned this to Vicky, because whatever it is that I'm going through, God has allowed it because he knows that I'm a, I'm a warrior and I'm a victorious one that does not allow the circumstance of life to knock me out. Yeah, that's good. And so yeah, this just, is... Just be thankful for, you know, the things yes. that you have and not think about what you don't have, basically. Yes, yes. And then this is when you begin to have a new perspective. It, the Bible says, renew your mind, right? Yeah. We, in our flesh, we tend to think this way. But if we renew our mind in the spirit, we begin to think from a different perspective. We begin to think new thoughts. And that's yeah. what Paul is saying. He's saying, renew your mind. Think upon even in Philippians uh, chapter four, he talks about thinking about good things, thinking about the beneficial things. So there you will have no room for the negativity in your life. You will have mm -hmm. no room to think about the negative things that you see in front of you. Yeah, they, they exist, but they will not be magnified because you will magnify right. the bigger, uh, you will magnify God and how powerful he is. And I always like to go back to my previous suffering right whatever it is that i was going through before and mm -hmm. i know that god made a way for me so if he did it for me before he could do it again therefore this what i'm looking at is a little bit bigger than it was before but i know if i went through it before i can do it again yeah and that's 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 my focus my focus is to getting through it and if right. i can't get through it I'm going to do everything in my power. And if I don't have any strength left, then I say, God, help me. Yeah. God, help me. Because the minute that we cry out to him, the minute that we yeah. say, God, help me, because I can't help myself. 
God, help me because I can't help myself. The minute that we cry out, that's when he comes down and he, and he starts to help us. Yeah. Because and sometimes have, we try uh, to figure it out on our own. Yeah. And I have um, another example I just thought of yeah. is when you're going through suffering is the best thing to do is like to help somebody else that's going through something. Yes. So it'll take the focus off of what are you, you're going through. Yes. You know? That's a powerful insight. That is a powerful insight. If you are going through struggles, help someone else who is going through worse things that you are. Right. Because then you'll begin to see, uh, they, then you'll begin to see a different perspective of your situation. You're going yeah, to say, I thought stuff. I was going through stuff. Right. But now yeah. that I heard your situation, all of a sudden, my situation is not that big of a deal. Because right. I, you know... You begin to see it, uh, begin to focus on a, on a different perspective than, than um, you know, just seeing what you're going through because it's magnified. It's yeah. magnified. The more, the more that we focus on it, it's going to ma be magnified more and we're going to feel like nobody cares, nobody's listening to us, nobody even uh, is concerned for us. And, mm -hmm. and the devil comes in and he begins to whisper these lies to us, but we know the truth. Yeah. We know the truth. God will never leave us nor forsake us. And he gives us the help that we need. We can do all things. And this is why it's important to decree the, the, the scripture of God upon our lives. I can do all things. I know I know it's not easy right now. But you know, God is going to help me. God is, is going to uh, help me overcome this situation. Whatever it is that I'm facing. And think about those people that have gone through things. Think about those warriors. You know, like Vicky right here. Think about Vicky, how she has overcome. Think about the situation that she's been going through, the pain, the suffering, the blood, sweat, and tears. Think about that. Mm -hmm. And if God has helped her out of her situation, why wouldn't he help you out of your situation? Right. He will. He yeah. is not a God of favoritism. He's not going to help Vicky, Lena, but not Natalie. He will help you. He will help Vicky and he will help anyone else that comes to him. Anyone right. who comes to him with a broken spirit, everyone that comes to him with a surrendered spirit, not with a spirit of attitude, not a spirit of pride, right? Oh right. God, I want you to hear me now. Like, this is how I can relate, you know, being a parent of my children. If my children come to me with humility and they're wanting to hear, they wanted to, uh, for me to hear them, I'm going to listen. But if they come to me with an attitude, I'm going to say, go change your attitude, then come back to me. Right. Yeah. Don't, don't come to me with an attitude like I owe you something, like I owe you an answer. Just because I'm your mom yeah. doesn't mean that I owe you an answer. Come to me with a different attitude. Come to me from a different perspective, then we can talk. And yeah, I often good. can relate. I can often relate. Listen, um, uh, all of this that I have, you know, in my life, it is because God has given it to me. He didn't have to give it to me. He's already given me life. He's already given me uh, right. salvation. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't have to give us anything else. Right. He's given us arms, he's given us legs, he's given us our mouth and, and the mind for us to go out there and, and provide even for ourselves. He has made it available to us. But here we are complaining, saying, oh, you haven't given us this. He's given you life, mm -hmm. he's given you legs, he's given you arms. And that's another perspective. You know, right. there are people out there who don't have that. That's right. And so 
they should be the ones complaining not you who is well not you who has everything yeah and and that's that's another you know that's another way to overcome and while while you are in a in a state of contentment this is when god shows up this is when faith moves this is when things are happening for you before you right. know it you're out of your situation before you know it, you're praising god and you don't even have time you're like man i thought i was going through something but you know somebody called someone did this someone did that and all of a sudden i got i got okay. provided for yeah i can change in a second in a moment i can yeah. change exactly mm -hmm. exactly thank you for sharing that natalie yeah you're welcome oh i can hear you good morning i can hear you but um you're a little bit muffled yeah okay. is it is it on now yeah i can hear you okay y'all are talking and everything is um you know right on point um of what you're saying i don't know exactly you know what to say but uh it, it just like you know it's sticking right there to the heart of what you're saying um yeah you can't really you can't really uh you know look at your downfall or like the old woe me because there's so many people out there that are Christians that are just like oh it's oh woe me and in yeah. my life in my life and um I've never did that it, it you can't look at yourself it's um if you're a Christian, you can't just keep wallowing in the grave. You know what I mean? You've got right, to like self-pity. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. It's not about that. You've got to keep reaching out for others. Um, a yeah. Christian, a Christian is uh, supposed to reach out to others and um, seek others and uh, provide for them um, right. to glorify their the works works for them, the good works for them, and then you won't look at what you don't have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's, yeah. so many, there's so many others out there that don't have anything. Um, I learned this. I learned this from when eight years ago, when I went through um, therapy, when I went to the uh, unit uh, in the hospital, when um, I, w I was hurt. I had broken femur, broken nose, uh, shattered knee, and I was diagnosed with the CRPS. And then I went to the unit to where they had spinal cord injuries. And I was like, okay, that really woke me up. You know what I'm saying? Because, hey, yeah. uh, Lord saved me. I knew that anyway from the bottom line when I got in that car accident. You know, I was saved by the Lord. And when I went into that spinal cord injury, I was like, oh, gosh. Lord, yeah. I could have had way more injuries than what I got. So guess what? You know, uh, thank you, Lord, for for just a little bit of problems I have. So I'm mm -hmm. always I'm always looking after like, you know, hey, like right now, you know, I'm hey, I I know I got cancer, I know I got stage four, but my bottom line is like the first day when they told me I have stage four cancer, my reaction to the doctor is I've got a better doctor than that. I don't yes. care. That's I right. really don't care. If yeah. I would have died tomorrow, it didn't matter because you know what? I My body's going to heaven and I don't care because mm -hmm. I got a better doctor than that because even if I would have died that day, when I went to heaven, I'm going to have a new body. So it don't hey, matter mom. to me. Yeah. The Lord has the final say of everything. 
So yeah. what does it matter? If I don't have food on the table, it must have meant it was for a reason. Maybe mm -hmm. I didn't need that food that day. Maybe I was going to get sick off of that food. There That's is fine. a reason God provides what he does for your house daily. Yeah, and so he always does provide. Like, even yeah. when I don't see how things are going to work out, it's like something always comes through. Right, right. Yeah, and so, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, we, we just don't need to look at the negativity in life. We just have to think positive and try to look at, not so much, uh, so much always your family and try to look, you know, try to bless others. Um, yeah. I, you know, I'm trying to always, you know, bless others and not so, oh, well, me about right. my cancer. It's just like now in my cancer, I see others people with cancer. So, you know what? I'm yeah. trying to help them get through their yeah. struggles because now, you know, they, they have struggles of their own that they're trying to deal with. I mean, you know, and, and, yeah. and, and it's sad because when, when that first happens, it's like your whole world is torn apart. I mean, I, I, I had, um, near death experiences two times at that when, um, during this cancer thing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's awakening and, uh, you know, but God will yeah. do m yeah. miracles in your life. And he has purpose for everything. Yeah. And, um, you know, I know he's got me here for a reason. Yeah. And, uh, definitely for a reason. And uh, Natalie, he's got you here for a reason. I know he's got uh, Lena here to keep me straight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you but, for sharing. Everybody that, loves yeah. you guys so much. You guys are yeah. very encouraging and just a light to see at church when you're not there it's like something is missing you know yeah, it's, yeah. You, you've grown a lot natalie you really have and um you know i know chuck has he's um he's grown yeah. a lot too and i just love to see y'all blossom and yeah, it, yeah. You know, it, it it really makes a difference and uh that's, that's me really Vicky. good work that's me, Vicky. I want to see others walk in their in their purpose and identity that God has for them. But sometimes, as I was sharing the other day, sometimes we just need that little push. Sometimes uh -huh. we just need we just need that encouragement. Sometimes we just need to, you know, share that um, word with with someone else. And before we know it, the other person is walking in their purpose. The other person is doing what God has called them to do. We just have to uh, yeah. share. We just have to share. We just have to nudge and on someone else. And so yeah. uh, that's that's the whole purpose uh, why I do what I do because I know that um, every single person has a gift. Yeah. Um, if you're out there and you're saying I don't have a gift, that's because you haven't looked hard enough. You have a gift. Right. right. The minute that you wake up, you have a gift inside of you. There's something that God has put on the inside of you that's going to change right. He's other put a people's speed in lives. Everybody, but you have to keep that growing. Right. And yes. Natalie, Natalie has came a long way. She might not think that she has, but, um, you know, it's like, yeah. well, I've known y'all all for a very long time. But Natalie, yes. if, she look, if she looks back at her life, she's grown. Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah. That's yeah. a blessing. That's a blessing. I thank you, ladies, uh, for coming on and sharing. And this is what yeah. Paul is saying. 
He's saying, now I rejoice in what I'm suffering for you, and I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regard to Christ's affliction for the sake of his body, which is the church. And that's verse 24. And you get a chance, uh, Colossians chapter 1, verse 24. He's saying, I rejoice of whatever it is that I'm going through because I know there is a purpose for it. I know there's there's always a purpose in my pain is what people like Amen. to say. There's purpose in my pain. But sometimes we have to be the ones that go through that purpose to see the pain, right? right. Sometimes we have to see that. And, and then um, on the other side, you know, say, yes, that is the truth. That is the truth. There is purpose in my pain. Because had yeah. I not gone through it, had I not faced what it was, I wouldn't have seen it from this side. I would have never seen it. But because I'm here, now I see it from a different perspective. And so this is yeah. the whole purpose. This is the whole purpose right here is what um, is what Paul has shared with us in this letter. And so it's a blessing to be able to share uh, this study with you and also ignite something within you because I know you're not stopping. I know you're going to go forth and bless others. I know you're going to go and encourage others. I know that you're going to do miraculous uh, things after this, you know, um, because that that is what the purpose is, to study the word, to show ourselves approved so that we can walk victoriously through Christ Jesus. Yes. We can walk yeah. victoriously knowing, knowing, because if we don't know, we don't know, right? But right. once right. we know, once we know, we do better. And that's the, that's yeah. the whole thing right here. It's like if we don't have a testimony, then how are we supposed to like help somebody else, you know? Exactly. Exactly. You know, and so like, whatever, whatever little that you have, whatever little that you have, share yeah. that. And that little will be magnified. That little right. will be multiplied. And just like, you know, the little boy who had two fish and five loaves of bread mm -hmm. and, and Jesus was able to, uh, to feed mm -hmm. a multitude of people. You yeah. are able to feed a multitude right. of people with that little that you have in your hand. Right. You just have to Don't ever get discouraged. Yeah. Don't well, ever heard, get discouraged. I heard something that was um, pretty good the other day. It was something about, like, if you haven't gone through something, you don't have the compassion for someone else. But, like, if you haven't gone through it, you just kind of have pity for that person. So it's like God puts you through certain things, even though it might be something really horrible or horrific, mm -hmm. so you can have compassion for someone else and they can, you yeah. know, through their situation a little bit easier because you understand what they're going through. Yes, exactly. So. Well, thank you. Thank you for okay. sharing such yeah. powerful insight, such yeah. powerful insight. I know it's going to be a blessing to someone who is listening on the line, whether you're alive or on the replay. I know that what you girls have shared with me today in this study room is going to bless others. I know that someone yeah. else is going to get their breakthrough because of what you shared today, because of what you have gone through. Someone else will look at your, will, will look at your testimony as a guideline, as a uh, path to follow, and they will find what it is that they're seeking for. I know it's going to bless someone else. So thank you, ladies, for joining. Stay tuned for the next chapter tomorrow. I'm going to be continuing at 1230 Eastern uh, central time uh, be sure to join me bring your bible i want this to be a discussion i don't want you to just listen i want you to come if you're you know if you're driving definitely do not bring your bible because that's <laughs> going to be difficult 
Um, but if you're if you're able to, if you're in a place where you are able to get your Bible out, um, then get that study because it's gonna bless you. It's gonna bless you. One of the one of the biggest regrets in my life is that I didn't study the word of God when I was young. One of the biggest things that, that I looking back and I say, I wish I did a little bit more of that was the fact that I didn't study. It was the fact that that um, I didn't have that word, the sword uh, to fight the enemy with. Um, yeah. And that is what I picked up. And I said, listen, I know uh, what the enemy meant for my bed, you know, uh, was meant to destroy me in my earlier teenage um, life and, you know, young adult life but it's not going to destroy me any longer. I'm going to rise up as a warrior that I am. And not only am I going to help myself, I'm going to help others. And so this is the purpose of this group. Um, I want people to study the word of God, to show themselves approved unto God. I want them to get on that battle zone, battle uh, field with their swords sharpened. You got to have your sword sharpened. How can you go out there and fight the enemy when your sword is not sharpened? You've got to get it sharpened. And this is how we sharpen it. We sharpen it through the study, through the meditation of, uh, of the word of God, understanding what it is that we're reading, understanding uh, the instructions. And, you know, the Bible was given to us so that we can not only read it, but apply it apply what it is that we're reading because that's the only way that you're going to see uh the result is by applying it to your life and so uh once again thank you for joining and blessing me with such powerful testimonies vicky and natalie and uh we'll see you tomorrow if you're able to join god bless okay. you god right. bless you have a great day guys you too. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.